Welcome to Night Night Bitch. I'm your host, Molly, your guide to awe-inspiring texts read by me or in the voices of their original creators. Please know I don't own any of this content. It's all freely accessible online and duly cited in my episode descriptions for your reference. This podcast is a creative outlet for me, so I don't update it as regularly. But if you'd like to subscribe to my other podcast, Back From The Borderline, I release two thought-provoking episodes each week. And now, let's dive into the episode. Welcome. It's time to rest your weary mind, unwind, escape the matrix, and explore the arcane. We live in a culture that is rapidly losing its grasp on myth and meaning. Exploration of philosophy, depth psychology, esotericism, the occult, myth, and mysticism have been proven to inspire awe. Such experiences of daily awe have been shown to be psychologically beneficial and aid in the potential expansion of consciousness. Each time we're here together, I'll select a reading, article, or sample audio that could increase your opportunity for such experiences. While you listen, you might fall asleep. You might wake up. You might do both. Maybe finding the perfect balance between awake and dreaming is exactly what you always needed. Night night bitch. This is the exercise for your own development process designed by you. You should be hearing my voice in your right ear. Remember the purpose, your purpose for this exercise. And begin your pre-preparation process now. The affirmation beginning, I am more than my physical body. One of the basic teachings of the ageless wisdom is that there are beings on this planet whose primary purpose is to facilitate the expansion of the consciousness of all beings. The goal of these perfected human beings is to assist humanity in its spiritual development and ease the suffering of the world. Because these beings have rarely been seen, Some may believe that they are simply figments of someone's imagination, the result of a need for a personalized deity, or even a wish for a paradise in which someone rescues us from our suffering. Any of these things may be true, or maybe not. As seekers on the path to truth, it is important that we suspend our need to see in order to believe. 
as Hamlet says in Shakespeare's play, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Throughout the ages, there have been wise ones who embody spiritual knowledge and who share what many would call the ageless wisdom. If we were to meet one of them, they would immediately be recognized by their special nature and by the innate strength, compassion, wisdom, and love that emanate from them. Many names have been given to these great teachers over the eons. Theosophical teachings refer to these wise ones in several ways. The Mahatmas, the Masters of Wisdom, or Adepts. H.P. Blavatsky introduced the concept of the Mahatmas to the Western world in the latter half of the 19th century. The word adept derives from the Latin adeptus, meaning one who has obtained. Blavatsky divines adept as one who has reached the state of initiation and become a master in the science of esoteric philosophy. The term Mahatma is from Sanskrit. Maha means great, and Atma means soul. Therefore, Mahatma means great soul. It is a title, rather, than a proper name, for example, Mahatma Gandhi. Throughout the ages, the masters have existed, shining the light of their love, compassion, and wisdom on humanity and the world. Looking through history, we see beings such as the Buddha, the sages of Greece, the prophet Muhammad, Jesus, Mary the mother of Jesus, Lao Tzu, indigenous sages, Confucius, Kuan Yin, Krishna, Radha, and many others. There are too many to name, and many others whose names will never be known. Each, in their own way, brought light to our planet, which is shrouded by the suffering of humanity. They bring the light of their wisdom, love, and compassion because they too have walked the path we are walking now. They too have experienced the joy, sadness, love, heartbreak, happiness, and suffering of living physical lives as human beings. The ageless wisdom tells us that we are on a journey of progressive spiritual development 
incarnating again and again in physical bodies in order to grow and learn. Through this journey, through our experiences in physical incarnation, we unfold all aspects of ourselves. The great elders have completed this journey and are perfected human beings. In her book, No Other Path to Go, Radha Bernier, the late international president of the Theosophical Society, wrote, In the liberated adept or master, the virtues, which are the very nature of consciousness, have flowered into perfection as their consciousness has blossomed fully in perfect nature revealing powers as yet latent in the average person. They are perfect in wisdom, compassion, love, and selfless purity. Purity implies the total absence of the sense of a separate self. Perfect love implies not choosing, not giving love in return for something else. However, these great beings have made a conscious choice not to move forward, but rather to remain in physical bodies on the planet in order to facilitate the continuing growth of humanity. According to the occult teachings, then, many of the Mahatmas retain physical bodies and sacrifice their own movement into nirvana in order to help humanity. We may wonder how the Mahatmas help humanity. In letter 112 of the Mahatma letters to A. Peace in it, the Mahatma Kuthumi talks of the work of the adepts, saying that their prime duty is of gaining knowledge and disseminating through all available channels such fragments as mankind in the mass may be ready to assimilate at that time. In the esoteric writings of T. Suba Rowe, the author and admired early theosophist states, The adept hierarchy is as strictly a product of nature as a tree is. It has a definite and indispensable purpose and function in the development of the human race. This function is to keep open the upward path through which descend the light and leading without which our race would require to make each step by the wearisome, never-ending method of trial and failure in every direction until chance showed the right way. In fact, the function of the adept hierarchy is to provide religious teachers for the stumbling masses of mankind. An Indian philosopher who is regarded as the founder of Advaita Vedanta and believed by many to be an incarnation of Shiva, states, The great and peaceful ones live regenerating the world like the coming of the spring, have crossed the ocean of the embodied existence themselves. They freely aid all others who seek to cross it. 
The very essence and inherent will of Mahatmas is to remove the suffering of others, just as the ambrosia-rayed moon of itself cools the earth heated by the intense rays of the sun. While we do not know the details of the master's work, we do have a glimpse of its essence, alleviating the suffering of humanity by encouraging forward movement in spiritual development. The ageless wisdom teachings tell us that we can join them in this great work. An analogy of a young child and a high school senior might help us understand how we can help the Mahatmas in their work. A young child and a senior in high school are working together in the same room. The senior is working on calculus while the young child is coloring. Learning to hold the crayons properly, exploring shapes, and experimenting with different colors. The senior knows that he cannot do the work for the child, but he assists through encouragement, while the child assists the older and more mature student by supporting the necessary study environment. Our collaboration with the Mahatmas is similar in many respects. They cannot do our work for us, but they do support and encourage us, mostly in unseen ways. We can add to the environment they're trying to create through meditation, awareness of the thoughts we are sending out into the world, living a life of altruism, to name a few ways. Our role in helping the Mahatmas is very much like the role of the first grader helping the senior. We are using our intentional energy to create an environment that focuses on the unity and interconnectedness of all beings. Additionally, our own spiritual self-transformation also facilitates the work of the Mahatmas N. Sri Aram, another late international president of the Theosophical Society, writes, The masters of wisdom, who aid evolution, although they're interested in all changes that make for human progress, are especially concerned with the spiritual regeneration of mankind, which is of fundamental importance, because when that takes place, all else follows. What the masters want is this regeneration, and it must begin within ourselves. Therefore, our work for the Mahatmas is twofold, spiritual self-transformation and living a life of altruism. The work of living a life of altruism transforms us spiritually, so these two avenues of help are in reality the same path with a single aim, the alleviation of the world's suffering through the expansion of consciousness, which brings us to an awareness of our ultimate unity and interconnectedness with life. 
If we focus on living altruistic lives, whether we believe in the Mahatmas or not, we are helping all living beings and alleviating suffering to the best of our ability. In this way, we are joining in the work of the great sages who, throughout time, have brought light to the world through their love, compassion, and wisdom. I want to thank you for venturing into the unknown with me. Full details about the selected text are available in the episode description. Selected readings are for the purpose of research and study, entertainment, discussion, and consciousness expansion. The views and opinions expressed in the included readings belong to the original author and creator and may not necessarily reflect my own. The episode description also contains links that will allow you to join the community on social media and support the continued production of this podcast. Don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you're alerted when new episodes are released. In a wonderland they lie, dreaming as the days go by, dreaming as the summers die, ever drifting down the stream, lingering in the golden gleam. Life, what is it? But a dream. Night-night, bitch.